Hello, my starseed friends, and welcome to another episode of Rooted in Starlight. <clears throat> Here we are. Uh, this episode will actually post a day later than normal, so it will post on Friday the 17th. <clears throat> this has been a busy week now that school is out, and uh, children are home waiting to get themselves started for camp. Um, so that being said, this is also though the first week that I'm doing the, um, new, um, phase where I'm trying to do just two short episodes a week, uh, possibly three, depending on what's going on astrologically. Uh, I know when we get back into the eclipse season in the fall, I will be devoting, just a single episode to the given eclipses and then other episodes around other things that may be going on astrologically. Um, so I hope that you can reach out and let me know if shorter episodes are more conducive to your schedule. I know that my schedule got very busy this week. And so I really felt like, oh, yeah, 15, 20 minutes tops is about all anyone can um, probably uh, afford right now, unless you know that you're on a long drive and, you know, you need something to fill in the 45 minutes or an hour or more time. Um, and then also with it being summer, now we are a few days away from the official start of summer, but for most of us, especially once, you know, Memorial Day starts the unofficial beginning of summer, but once school is out, that really does start the official time for most uh, parents, definitely for uh, summer. So I wanted to start with um, what we had on Thursday, the 16th of June, because you will still be in that energy probably through Saturday. And that is activity and conversations that the sun had. The sun is in its last days of Gemini. I do believe I said happy birthday to all of you Geminis. If I did, uh, yes, I did. I know I did because that's normally what I do with the first episode. Um, so hopefully you are all having a... Um, good start to your solar new year um, and that that will continue for uh, for you your biggest thing to watch out for and this is uh, this will be again later in the year in the fall and that will be when Mars enters Gemini and at one point Mars will be going retrograde in Gemini um, so for all of you Geminis that's just giving you a heads up that that is something that will be happening Later in the year, um, Mars will be hanging out in your sign for uh, an extended period of time because of his retrograde motion. Um, so obviously we will cover much more of that as we get a little closer to that uh, time frame. Um, what we will be dealing with though right now is the sun, like I said, in the last few days of Gemini. Uh, before the summer solstice begins on Tuesday, the 21st. Um, the sun had a trine with Saturn and a square to Neptune on the 16th. I always find it interesting when a planet has <laughs> multiple aspects. The moon always has multiple aspects on 
any given day because of the speed of which she moves. So she is always aspecting the planets around the zodiac. Um, but the other planets, depending on who they're coming in contact with, they don't necessarily have daily, um, obviously they don't necessarily have daily um, aspects with other planets. So when a planet like the sun, which is obviously our core identity, our sense of self, um, has you know more than one aspect on any given day, it can be a pretty uh, potent day. Um, so we had him... We had the sun trining Saturn um, and then squaring Neptune, which is interesting because Saturn and Neptune are two very different planets, um, certainly in the way that their energy works. Um, You know, Saturn is obviously and Saturn is retrograde right now. So what's interesting with that sun trining Saturn is that the sun would obvious would the sun would definitely have, have. a bit more power in that aspect because the the Saturn is retrograde right now. And so it's operating at a slower pace and a slower speed, which for some of you that um, you may have been noticing that and that you might be finding that um, more frustrating that Saturn went retrograde on June the 4th. And I sometimes, other than Mercury, sometimes when planets go retrograde, it can take a couple days um, for you to start really feeling how it's going to work. And sometimes a good full week before you see how it's really going to work with you. Um, Saturn will be retrograde for the next few months um, through October. Uh, If you haven't noticed, I've made a lot of (laughs) um, mentions of October. So yes, the fall will be very, very busy and very potent, um, astrologically speaking. And so uh, let's all hope that we can have a really good summer because we will need that as we get ready to deal with what the fall may be looking like for us. Um, But yeah, so Saturn and the sun... Saturn and the sun actually work well together. A trine in itself is always um, a a beneficial aspect because a trine is um, what we refer to as the energy of Jupiter or the nature of Jupiter. Um, And so it's trying to support you in some way without you having any difficulty in that support, Um, which is really nice when Saturn's involved because normally Saturn can be, um, you know, a planet that, you know, as I've said on many episodes, a planet that likes to challenge you as its way of supporting you. And so with the sun trining Saturn, you're in a period um, since uh, Thursday where you've got a few days that it's a good time to deal with, um, Authority figures, legal systems, um, any any people. It's good time to be interacting with people and dealing with people that can actually help you move a cause forward, help you accomplish something that you're trying to get done. And so that's one of the reasons why I wanted to make sure that I touched on the that particular aspect. Like I said, though, with Saturn being retrograde. Um, you need to be careful because it could take it. It wouldn't necessarily be something that may happen um, right 
you know, within these next three days. It could be something, though, where someone enters your life um, and it it happens out of the blue or something you're not expecting. And so it's good to, you know, take take a moment and, and, you know, make sure you can fill in the details um, and then be able to make your decision. Part of why you want to do that is because the other aspect that the sun is um, involved with over these next this next uh, day or two is the sun squaring Neptune. And that also took place on Thursday. Um, and that took place at 9.41 a.m. Again, remember, I do everything uh, based on the Eastern Standard uh, Time. So what's interesting with Neptune is Neptune is the planet that can cloud our judgment. In its highest vibration, Neptune can have you being exceptional at anything that involves art, music, literature, spirituality, uh, compassion, um, service to others. So at its highest vibration, uh, Neptune can operate um, at a level that it can uh, truly have you being someone that uh, is able to produce and 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 give to others in a way that uh, can not only transform you but actually help transform the journey that they are on. Um, but that being said, Neptune itself can also help us um, kind of stay or get stuck, I should say. It's better to say that it can help us get stuck in idealism. Um, And so that's one of the differences between Saturn and Neptune. Saturn is all about, here's the reality. Here's what your uh, reality looks like on paper. Here's what it looks like if you're trying to view it. Whereas Neptune is like, here's what your reality can be just follow me and, and, and believe in what I can offer you. And then this is what, this is what your dreams and your visions and, 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 and your life can actually look like because you can take those dreams and visions and just reproduce them. And so sometimes what happens with Neptune, it can offer us something that isn't necessarily grounded or isn't necessarily something that is going to serve our higher good. And so it's always important to be aware when you're working with the planet Neptune that you're doing so in a way where you are grounded and where you understand that whatever information is being offered to you um, or whatever um, experiences may arrive uh, within your life that you're taking a moment just to really kind of validate, well, what was that? How did that make me feel? How does that help me? Is that moving me forward? Or would that be something that could create, you know, some attachment that would be unhealthy? And so that's the piece of, uh, you know, being cautious with, with Neptune. And so what's interesting with the sun squaring Neptune, one of the challenges is that being able to, you know, make sure that when you're looking at something that you don't have your rose colored glasses on, um, and that you're, what you're really looking at is very clear. 
Um, I think with the sun trining Saturn that you're in a situation uh, on, you know, on these next couple of days where what you're going to be looking at, you know, hopefully will be something that can, um, can really help you. Um, but Neptune is a little active this weekend. And so it's important to just be aware that sometimes you can have planets themselves providing aspects that work well with the planet that they're having the aspect with. But if you have multiple aspects happening at any given time, then you can sometimes find yourself at cross purposes because you'll have, you know, moments where it will look like, oh, hey, this is moving along or, oh, this is exactly what I want or, wow, where'd that come from? And then a few hours later, you know, or even 12 hours later, it could be something like, oh, that that wasn't even anything that I thought it could be or... Um, and that's what can happen sometimes when you have multiple aspects happening, especially when they're happening with a particular planet. Um, and so moving along then on the 17th, which would be Friday, which is when this episode will actually post, uh, that is the day that is ruled by Venus. Uh, interestingly, that's part of why I didn't mind that this was going up on Friday because Venus is actually very active this weekend and Venus like the sun is also in the last few days of, um, Taurus, which is her home sign. So we've had this week and I spoke about this at, at the, with the full moon episode, we had this week beginning on the 14th, once Mercury moved into Gemini beginning on the 14th and taking us through the 21st of June, where you have Mars, Venus, Mercury, Saturn, and Neptune all in their home sign. And so that is an opportunity to be, you know, working with planets that are in places, in signs, in their houses where they can be able to say, oh, hey, here, yeah, let me make sure you have this. Um, and so that is is unique. That is not something that usually happens with the way the planets travel. Um, and so, again, you know, it's just important to realize you've got Venus helping you with these other planets in their home signs right up until the 21st of June. Um, and then things start to shift. Uh, and interestingly, uh, the, you know, the 21st of June is the uh, summer solstice. Um, and so the season shifts just as the planets start to shift. Um, and so I did want to, I wanted to cover uh, in this episode, some of the things that Venus is going to be doing um, as she's wrapping up her stay uh, in Taurus. And so um, Friday, we have Venus conjuncting the North Node, uh, which obviously the North Node is in Taurus. It's going to be in Taurus um, pretty much for like the next year or so, a little more than that. Um, and so the North Node is referred to as the little Jupiter in that the North Node carries the energy of how it would like you to grow, how it would like you to stretch yourself, um, how it would like you to take um, all that you've learned, all your experiences, the healing that you've um, 
that you've generated within your life and move that forward. Um, the North Node is very much similar to Chiron in the sense that the, the North Node is always seeking to help you be the, the truest version of yourself um, that is seeking to help you uh, encompass wholeness within yourself. Um, and so we have Venus conjuncting that energy on Friday. And actually that will, you know, be energy that you can be working with Friday and, um, Saturday and Sunday, because with conjunctions, they're very much within, um, you know, the five to eight degrees Venus will, so she'll still be within that energy this weekend. And so it will really be interesting to see how Venus, the planet that rules over our relationships of all kinds, um, and that includes business, um, obviously business and, and love and friendships, um, intimacy, uh, anything that we're trying to create, um, you know, so, and that's not just art. Anytime that you're trying to bring forth something into the world, that is Venus energy. Because what you're trying to do is birth something that you love and care about and bring that into, into the world. And so that is very much Venus energy that you're working with. And so having the Venus conjunct with the North Node, that's very much um, an opportunity uh, in Taurus to be grounded in energy that can allow you to move forward. Um, where again, people, places, things may show up that will really be things that can help you and provide you with support. Um, and so that is something that I wanted to make sure that, uh, you were aware of with that particular aspect, because that will be something that will be, uh, energy that you'll be working with throughout this weekend. And that is important energy because the other aspect that we're going to be working with on the 18th, which is Saturday, is that Venus will be squaring Saturn. Um, that will be happening at 5.32 uh, p.m. Again, Eastern time is what I'm working with here. Um, and that can, you know, kind of make things a little testy. So that would be one of those where you would want to be able to think before you act, think before you speak, uh, especially with the uh, more intimate relationships that are in your life, because it's there that relationships that it's easiest to just have a moment where something happens and say, oh, I just have to unload. <laughs> and then that's the person that you unload on or that's the person that you say something to and then you're like, oh, you know, why did I handle it that way? Or, um, you know, why did I say that like that? Uh, so that's um, one of those things that's going to be interesting because you have this energy with Venus and the North Node where she is able to kind of be pouring forth you know, all her um, emotions and blessings onto the, you know, this North Node energy of trying to move us forward in, in whatever way is best for us. And then on Saturday, she ends up squaring Saturn. And so, <laughs> 
you would want to be careful because you could actually be, you know, chomping at the bit or chopping someone's head off that may actually be there to help support you or that does have your best interest um, at, um, you know, at heart. And yet they might show up at a, at a particular time when, you know, you're not feeling the your best. And, and so they end up, you know, um, kind of feeling the wrath of that. And so that's one of the aspects that I really wanted to point out that, um, you know, you've got this really good one happening on Friday on the day that Venus rules. And then interestingly, you have um, this tension or or Venus and Saturn working at cross purposes on Saturday, which is the day um, Saturn rules over. Um, And so that can, that's definitely one of those situations where, you know, it's, it can almost feel like, you know, that two steps forward, one step back, depending on how things might unfold for you. Then on Sunday, we have Venus sextiling Neptune. And this is an interesting, uh, and this literally happened shortly after midnight, um, Sunday the 19th, that is uh, Father's Day. It is also Juneteenth. Uh, this is the, uh, I believe this is the first year that this is officially a federal holiday. Um, so uh, that is a really big day. You've got Venus sextiling uh, Neptune. Neptune is the higher, Neptune is known as the higher vibration of Venus. Um, and a sextile is known as a little Venus or as the sextile is an aspect that generates the energy of Venus, where again, it's two planets that are working together. If anything, you might need to apply some effort into making, you know, getting yourself, uh, you know, across the finish line. And so one of the things that's interesting with this is I feel like, you know, this could be a weekend where you could have like, kind of some uneven energy where there'll be some moments of things just kind of feeling, you know, on point and, and bliss and, 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 and happy. Um, and then, you know, with this Saturn energy with Venus, there could also be moments, you know, where it could feel like you might have, you know, just, um, you know, stepped on your own foot or put your foot in the mouth in your mouth, depending on how it unfolds with the people that are in your immediate circle in your life. Um, but overall, uh, this should be a positive uh, weekend. The thing that you want to watch with Venus and Neptune, because Neptune is her higher vibration, is that, you know, again, that would be that, like, you don't want to overdo it. You want to stay grounded with that energy. Um, because when Neptune is aspecting any planet, whether it would be Venus, Jupiter, or Mars, the, the energy of that particular aspect is that you are going to naturally want more of something. So in Venus's situation, um, obviously as the planet that rolls over, you know, um, our senses, uh, this could be a weekend where you find yourself wanting to like hit all your favorite restaurants. Um, it could also be a weekend where you find yourself, um, you know, wanting to check out, uh, 
you know, new bars or checking out all the latest uh, ice cream flavors. Um, and so again, it's about being able to be grounded with the energy that both Venus and Neptune can offer, um, because Neptune will just easily absorb the energy of Venus um, and that energy of love and passion. And so while it's absorbing all that and then trying to um, turn it back out, so to speak, um, you just want to be careful um, that you're not overdoing it. One of the things, though, that is nice about uh, that particular aspect, like I said, um, is that you are also in a situation where this can be. And so this is one of the things that's nice about it being on Father's Day is it is also um, an aspect where you're going to be able to feel heightened love. And so in a relationship that you're already in, this is a great weekend to be going out, um, taking dads out and showing your appreciation to all the fathers um, out there. And uh, that is something to be aware of. So this is definitely, and it, and it kind of is what balances the Venus squaring Saturn. Um, and that's one of the things that was, I thought was really interesting about these aspects this weekend is that you have this kind of this tension with Venus squaring Saturn. And then the very next day, which is Father's Day, you've got Venus having this sextile with Neptune, where it's all, you know, almost the essence of all's well that ends well. Um, and Venus sextiling Neptune wants to make sure that whatever relationships you're in, that, you know, by the time the weekend wraps up, that everything is going to be reset and, and, and back in a place of harmony and love and, and, um, compassion. And so that is an aspect that hopefully can signify that, you know, uh, on the 19th, you can really, uh, enjoy the day, um, and really put it out there to Venus, um, what it is that you need. That's a good thing to do on, um, Friday, um, on the 17th, because her, uh, conjunction with the North node is very much that ask for what you want. Um, you know, let the universe know and particularly, uh, in particular, like, you know, do that in a way where you're actually sending that energy to the planet Venus, um, especially since she's the one that's going to be very busy this weekend and let her know what it is that, that you need to help move something forward and to help it grow and thrive. Um, and she will definitely, uh, be able to, she has that energy, especially while she's still in her home sign of Taurus. Um, she has that energy to be able to, to, to bring that to you. And with this aspect that she's going to have with Neptune on the 19th, um, you're in a situation where that's something that both those planets would, would want to feed. Um, and so that is what I wanted to cover for, for this particular episode. Again, like I said, please reach out to me and let me know if you find these shorter episodes to be easier, um, to be working with, because that is something I will definitely continue if, um, if that is something that, uh, my audience feels that they are enjoying, Two things I wanted to mention. The one is a reminder. I know that I spoke about it at the full moon episode. I may have even mentioned it before that. 
You are probably seeing a lot of information on this online. Um, and that is about the spectacular view. Again, very rare. Um, spectacular view of the planets that will be that are lined up in the sky right now prior to the sun rising. So if you are someone that is able to be getting up, you know, around 4.30, you know, 20 or 5 in the morning, this, and no matter where your location is, this is a good time to try and take in a um, very unique situation for the sky um, that is not something that is going to be seen, you know, oh, next year or a year from now. Um, and what it is, is that you have Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, and Uranus. I've actually read a, an article the other day where they said you can see Uranus. Now, Uranus would be really small. So with the naked eye, without even having binoculars, as long as you can be in an area where you're not surrounded by a lot of um, man-made artificial light, um, and you're on a clear night, uh, you are going to be able to see, and I, I do remember in the last episode, I said Mercury will be the lowest along the horizon, and so it will look the smallest. And then right behind it will be Venus, and she will be fairly bright. Um, Venus and Jupiter will probably be the two brightest planets that you'll notice um, if you're going to be up uh, trying to catch this. But this is a rare event, and so I think that's why you're seeing, um, you know, NASA and the National Geographic and um, the Science Digest. There's um, a, a couple uh, different things that I've read um, that are, you know, really trying to you know, promote this so that people can have an opportunity to actually see what the cosmic sky looks like. And, and, and again, it, with the naked eye, you're able to just see the Mercury, Venus, Mars, uh, Jupiter, and Saturn. Um, but I was reading the other day that you could actually catch Uranus, which would be right behind Venus, uh, in the view that I saw online, it looks um, kind of sm uh, it looks small. So, um, so hopefully you could still see that with the naked eye. But what's interesting to to note too is that what you're looking at is they're lined up. Is that these are all the planets that are um, other than Uranus. These are planets that are in their home signs. You're going to be looking at Mercury as the first planet in Gemini. He's kind of leading the way because he's in Gemini. Um, and then behind him is, and if you were looking at a chart, you'd be going counterclockwise. And so behind him will be Venus, um, who will be right in front of Uranus, um, and they're both in Taurus. And then behind them is Mars, who is in Aries. And behind Mars, because he's further ahead in Aries than Jupiter. And so you're seeing Mars first is this red dot in the sky. And then behind him is a very big, bright um, star that you would think is a star, but it's actually Jupiter, the planet. And then behind Jupiter... Um, you would be seeing uh, Saturn. And so that is going to be um, actually getting brighter and more pronounced um, next week. So it's something that we've been able to see um, throughout this month. It actually started on the 4th of June. 
Um, so it's something that if you've been if you've been able to take it in, uh, congratulations. But you're definitely able to be seeing this throughout this month. It's kind of peaking um, this next week, like the 20th through the 25th. And part of that is because of the moon, uh, which is the next thing that I want to mention. We are in our fourth quarter moon beginning on Monday. That is, uh, the day that the moon actually rules. Um, and, the fourth quarter moon begins at 11, 11 p.m. Obviously, I needed to mention that because when I saw that on my calendar, I was like, oh, of course, I have to uh, let everyone know that. Now, again, that's 11, 11 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, different time zones are going to have different time, different day possibly. But I did want to point out that on the 20th of June on the Eastern um, seaboard, the fourth quarter moon begins and that ta- that actually takes place at 11, 11 p.m. Um, that is it for right now. Oh, just in, the only other thing I wanted to mention with that, the reason um, the viewing for these planets will be really, really fascinating as the week goes on is that because by the 23rd and 24th of June, you will have the moon as just a quarter and it will actually then end up lining up with all the planets. I believe in the one online uh, article I was reading, I believe it's going to be behind, um, I think it's supposed to be behind uh, Uranus, but in front of Mars. Um, but you, you obviously you'll be able to see it because it'll be the quarter moon. So that in itself, if you've been able to view this uh, viewing of the planets, um, and again, this is just before dawn. You have to be able to say it before the sun starts rising. So you want to check on any given day what is slated for your sunrise. Um, and then as long as you're looking at a forecast that's saying clear skies, um, then you definitely want to try and get to a location where you can take this in. And then by the 23rd or 24th, you're going to have this quarter moon that is just going to nestle itself right in the lineup of all of these planets. Um, and so that is something that's really spectacular and very much a gift, a summer gift that the cosmos is, is giving us. And so I wanted to be mentioning that for you to, you know, if you can take a moment to enjoy that. That being said, I want to thank everyone for tuning in and checking out this episode. I want to thank all of my faithful listeners. I am very, very grateful for you. Um, and I have to say that, be, um, and you know, maybe this is the Venus North Node or even maybe Venus Neptune, but I have to say that because I am definitely very much of the turtle club. So I never feel like I am moving fast enough um, or achieving um, as much as I want on any given day. And so there are obviously a list of things that I'm thinking, oh, I want it done by now or should have been done by now. Um, and, you know, it's it's kind of working out the way it's working out. And I'm just trying to embrace that and and breathe through that and allow myself to continue to move on. And so I greatly appreciate those that are tuning in every week. Um, 
to, you know, catch the, the, um, this podcast and, you know, allow me to grow, um, at the pace that I am meant to, because I do know that, um, as I am growing this and, and growing on my journey, that there is a vision. <laughs> Speaking of Neptune, um, I do know that there is a vision that I have carried with me for quite a while. And to be able to share that with all of you is an honor. And it is something that I am truly appreciative of. So thank you all. I hope that you have a beautiful, uh, blessed weekend. Uh, and I do hope that there is some magic that pops up. Even if you have a few challenges that the magic wins out for the weekend. Um, and for any of you that are interested in following me, you can find me on Facebook, uh, under Trisha Morrissey. And you can also find me under rooted in starlight on Instagram. It's Trisha T R I C I A dot Morrissey M O R R I S S E Y dot 31. And then my email, if you are interested in a calendar that has, um, the cosmic events for any given month, you can email me and I will get that off to you. That is a free calendar so that you can follow along with the events that are happening. Um, and that is through email with rooted in starlight, R O O T E D in starlight. That is all one word at gmail.com. That is also how you can reach out to me. If you are interested in a, uh, natal chart reading or a tarot reading, uh, again, that's through the email rooted in starlight at gmail.com, or you can DM me through Instagram or uh, Facebook. Uh, again, everyone have a blessed weekend. And remember, reach high for the stars lie hidden in your soul. Thank you all.